This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. So welcome for those checking in now for this week's call with Gerard Ball. So today is a hot seat. Gerard, are you there? Afternoon. Let's do this then. <laughs> so Gerard, um, got your notes uh, pre, pre-today and I want to do say a few things, okay? I want to um, spend the first part of your call going through your story, okay? And um, you know, with, with the best intent... If we've got a new member on the call now, or indeed someone who's doing epic, but you know how it, how it is. We have this, these, it's, it's being an entrepreneur. It goes up and down, doesn't it? And there'll be someone on the call now who are going to be in a, in a place. It's, it's life, personal or professionally. We have someone on the call now who are in a, in a buzzing place and somewhere in the middle, okay? What I want you to do, though, is go back to when you were at the point of 50K. So right at the beginning and when you first came to Inner Circle. And um, share what was going on inside your you know, your business, you know, at that, at that point, what were the three main frustrations? You know, it could be, a, um, uh, you know, a, a, an hour thing. It could be, it, it could be a, a worry around finance. It could be a simple lead thing. But if we go back to that, those days of when you first joined us or just before, um, just break down if you could, what, what maybe the, um, the three or four big frustrations at that point? Okay. Um, so I've, I've been, I've been in recruitment 20 odd years. I've, I've, worked in large PLC environments and I've, I've started up and ran pan-European recruitment companies. So I've, so I've had a pretty successful career behind me. Then I found myself in a situation in, in my last business where um, I was traveling to London every day, hour and a half commute there, hour and a half commute back. And really I, I, had, I had no work-life balance at all. Um, I had some capital behind me to launch human capital group and we've been going for probably about 20 months now and I've, i started up with about fifty thousand pound capital behind me um but the big decision was to go a hundred percent solo to begin with so no business partners or anything so the fear was can i develop the business and headhunt the candidates consistently enough whilst sitting in a back bedroom and motivating myself and and the way that i used to recruit i had to be making you know 70 100 phone calls a day pitching pitching 20 people that was my rough that was my rough uh kpis beforehand and it was really did did i want to go into that business where i'm sat in a room by myself having to do all of these volumes of phone calls and you know really driving myself every day and thinking can i do it because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's quite a lot of, it's quite a lot of pressure to do it because i know you've got to do it every day and you've got to do it consistently if i'm going to be successful so um i started looking around for other ways to do things and other ways that i could develop candidates and develop clients which is how i've how I came across you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so if we go back first of all to that first, those first steps, Gerard, right at the beginning. So you've got this 50K capital and um, the, the frustrations you've got then, as in real frustrations, as in operational frustrations or the, um, the, 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 the tangibles around, shit, am I going to be able to pay for my house, my family? Um, what were the frustrations at that point? There may be members now um, who are either, you know, they've they joined or they're on, on a dip, what it might be. Um, they can relate to. What, what will those frustrations be? The, the, the frustrations at the, the frustrations before Human Capital Group, probably in my first six months as well at Human Capital Group, was, was up and down months, um, really consistency. Um, the, the, the data was not really mapped out. It was a, all a bit of a jumble, to be honest. Um, the frustrations were having clarity in what our USP was as a business. And um, I guess it was a worry about, you know, having a USP against everybody else in the marketplace when effectively I'm a one man band in a, in a back bedroom. Um, yeah, yeah what, just worry really was the big thing. Yeah. So when you say mapping or authority, you know, the, the, these are phrases you've used inside the inner circle. Um, yeah. But that worry then that you had, which is, you know, the, the emotional side of things, that worry came about because because of what? Um, not enough what? Uh, well, it was that, you know, I, I didn't have any authority in the marketplace. Nobody knew me as, as a business. Um, it was whether I could, um, if, if I got positions on board, yeah, could I actually fill them? You know, I've, it, you know, my marketplace is really tight. So it's a, you, you get given one opportunity and if you perform well, you get given the opportunity again. But if you don't get perform, you're off their radar for, you know, well, for whenever. So, you know, could, could, could I deliver on the roles which I, which I brought in, um, which in turn then added to, if I get multiple roles in, as a as a effectively one man man with a, a VA, can I deliver on multiple roles and feel confident when pitching my my client that I can deliver? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, and, and then a, a lack of so, and then that builds into a lack of time. So my my thoughts going into the business was for me to <clears> you know <throat> to be able to deliver, I'm gonna be working 24 hours a day. Yeah, you know, you know, not quite twenty four hours a day, but you know, a good 12, 13, 14 hour days. Yeah, because we, and we I've got a family. Yeah, we got this view, and we it's like um, the traditional recruitment is, you know, you put an X units, get X units out. We work ten hours, and then we get, you know, we put ten units in, and get ten units out, and whole thing is yeah. one to many here. We put ten units in, and get a hundred out. Um, mm. Okay, good. So that's where we were then. So we've got a, a um, we start we've been in recruitment for a long time. However, can I get the roles? Can I deliver the roles? But then. If I get the roles, can I actually scale it? I'm going to kill myself. So we've got this this thing going on. Um, now, what, when you joined us, I'm going to be mm. careful not to share the things you shouldn't be sharing. Um, April 2017 then. So we got um, April 2017, we've got 50,000 capital, haven't we? Um, yes. Which, yeah. which is good. Now, I know that we spoke, so it's January 2018 where you had balls of steel. You said, Andy, I'll, I'll, I'll test this CAS this new CAS strategy and we create these templates. I'll do it online in front of everyone. 
week on week for two, three, maybe even four weeks in January, wasn't it? So that that was a year ago yeah. that we had those those four weeks, wasn't it? And then in this last year, you, you've now got to the point of doing. So if we say Feb is the last account of months, so three twenty k pro rata is where we're at for the year, and three twenty k per year, yeah, yeah, yep. And I know you yeah. said you had X in, in your pipeline. And then, I'm, again, I'm pretty certain you said on the Nitro call we had. So so, so new members, we've got two groups. We've got Ignition. So if you're definitely below sort of 500-ish or, you know, or if, if you've got a process on the way to it, you might well be in that group. But there's different challenges again. So tactics and, you know, templates and all that cool stuff is um, um, maybe in the Ignition phase. And Nitro, we get into the team and, you know, the role, et cetera. So on that call, you said that next year you want to get to 400, didn't you? Yes, and I said, Gerard, let's go. Let's let's, <laughs> let's look to double it. You know, if if not a bit more. Uh, um, so the plan to do that, we'll come back to in a minute, okay? But first of all, yeah. what I want to do is, um, first of all, guys, in terms of what Gerard shared so far, in terms of like where he was, um, um, the transparency, which thank you, Gerard, for where he was, the frustrations, who can relate to it? Let me know in the chat box. Um, and then number two, let's do this, Gerard. The 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 process of getting from that capital 50k to the 320k per year, uh, well, startup essentially, and it's a 320k, and it is what we're talking about here. Um, if we go through that, and it's like an 18 month and a bit window, um, that that journey. What I want you to do is, if you could do this, if you could share maybe um, first of all a bit of context. So, over the course of that 18, 20 months, um, these are the main three things that I did. Um, these are three things that I would do again, and these are three things that I would do differently. Okay, so I'll say it again. Right. So, sort of a high level. Um, this is my sort of three. You know, the, the three things that um, that I did. These are the three things that I would do again, or do more of, or focus my time on. And these are three things that I would do less of. That if we broke it down into the three things that you you did. To get from start up to 320k, if you could summarize the three three main um, strategies, tactics, or even, don't make it technical, yeah, things, things about you, or what, what would it be? Okay, um, so I I started off with a VA um, who I who I already knew from my previous business, so I I, I brought her in with me straight away. It, it, essential. Yep. Yeah. Five five dollars an hour. Uh, they were they were they they were kind of full time but also part time so I only paid them when they worked so if I didn't have the volume of work there then they didn't get paid so the the cost to me in that startup phase was was fairly low yep so um, so the VA came in and straight from the start so when so when we went through your game plan then Joe for example and we said right Joe yeah. these are your first six steps. Um, you gave the VA, we won't talk tools, by the way, but um, you gave yeah. the VA specific tasks, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we, we had a sort of controlled set of tasks. So we got through, oh, so yeah. we, said, we said we got this startup to doing where we are now, 320. And the three reasons yeah. you've got there, one is VA. The VA um, has made this happen for you. What's the second thing that's made it happen to you? VA's changed it for me. Um uh, well, the, the the CAS definitely changed it for me. Cool. Add, uh, let's focus. That. Let's focus on that then. So, from your perspective, Gerard, um, the the CAS, how's it been used for you then? I know you did some testing with us with the CAS. How's it been used for you in the last last year or so? 
so so firstly it's it's not being used enough and we've not run a, a enough cask campaigns okay good okay? um you know it's what what it what it's done for me is give me real clarity on what i am presenting to my clients and my, our sales process and it has given me real clarity and confidence when pitching to those clients um, and it's given me a, a process to pitch to those clients and has helped me really understand what the client's real frustrations are yeah. and what I'm trying to solve. So that was the, 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 the basic journey of writing it. Yeah, writing it and going through rewrite after rewrite till, till, we, till we got it where we think it's is right. Yeah. So that's the, that's the benefit it's given to me personally. Um, what it's brought into the business is uh, it brought in our first retained work yep um it also got me to to other appointments with with real big uh house builders which which unfortunately fell through um but also opened up a conversation with what's probably one of our, our best clients who, who didn't see the cas but we talked through the cas and they started using our services because I've been through that process. Yeah, and that, let's take one step back of Mayjard. Um, again, for those who've not been in a circle for, well, a year, what Gerard did, he didn't just take someone else's and copied it, he put the work in. So that that work of, well, how long did it take you, Gerard? I, uh, it was about three or four different rewrites. It was painful, um, wasn't it? You know, it, it, was really, it was really, really painful, but in, in terms of time, it was just one of those tasks that needs to be done. Yeah, it just you you, you just need to go through the pain, and it, it's not a it's not an enjoyable unless you write like writing, which I Nobody which I does. don't. Then uh, it's not an enjoyable process. So time wise, we you know we got through it fairly quick. As I say, we probably had it done within two three months of, of launching, but yeah, the process is painful. But it it needs to be done. And then what we do is when we have the conversation with the client. Essentially, we've got, there's a session called the CAS conversion call, which mirrors the CAS, and then that's how you convert. So if you do the CAS properly, the conversion should, you know, um, I mentioned John Salt earlier, he, you know, he had 100% conversion using the CAS. And uh, Ken was on his hot seat before Christmas in a 300k a month hot seat, and CAS was a main part in this traction phase. So the CAS, again, is coming up again and again and again, but um, you must do it properly because this is, it, it sets the tone for, Really getting inside your client's head for the next probably the next five, five, five plus years. Do it once and it's done. Um, so CAS was key for you. It gave you that clarity. Um, it gave you mm. that 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 process. Um, if there was a third, what would the third one be? Uh, well, it's between it's it's campaigns on LinkedIn and campaigns on Double R Double R. Okay, good. The kind of so so. That's key as well. I said that very subtle. Um, so when you say campaigns, then for both, what, what does that mean in terms of actually relating to your three twenty k? Oh, they've mainly been the candidate campaigns. So um, getting candidates in. So um, project, I don't know. Yeah, project director role comes up in London. Identify who they are on LinkedIn. Uh, send a campaign through LinkedIn or to LinkedIn, 
have VA deal with the responses and book them into my diary and do something similar on double R, double R. Okay, so we've got a campaign then. So we, we have a campaign with Now Automated and that campaign essentially VA runs it and then it goes into your diary. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, so that's obviously saved you time, um, but also has given you an increase in numbers. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.